Uh, welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. Uh, I'm Andy. I'm joined in, uh, in my pole barn here with Vance, and on the phone is Todd Young from Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, we kind of started this podcast just, just because uh, several people have asked about podcasts for muskie fishing. Um, we're going to try not to make this a uh, non-stop commercial for Fat AZ Muskie products, um, but pretty much uh, Todd and I, we, we are uh, partners in Fat AZ Muskie, so we're going to talk a little about it, but we also would like uh, some input from, from you guys, the viewers, uh, or listeners, I should say. Uh, we're going to promote this pretty heavy on Facebook. So uh, you can feel free to contact us, uh, Fatty Z Musky Products on Facebook, like the page, uh, invite your friends to like the page, feel free to contact us uh, for any suggestions or gripes, complaints, we don't care. Uh, this is low budget. Uh, right now we're doing it out of the bow of my boat. Vance is relaxing and uh, we just got several mics hooked up and Todd's on speakerphone, but... Uh, that's uh, that's pretty much the basis of what we're doing. We're not saying we're experts in everything. We're just some guys talking about musky fishing. So, uh, Vance, do you, you all want to say anything about anything? I'm actually, I actually am freezing. I'm so relaxed in the <laughs> ranger right now. Uh, but uh, I think we could touch... How, how long have you been fishing? For muskies? Yeah, just, yeah, what the heck. For muskies, five years. I've been pretty much at it for, since I was a little boy, started in the, in the ponds. Bluegill fishing and the bass fishing. Uh, walleye fishing solidly for about 15 years. Um... You know, but I got into the musky bite about five years ago, and I, I had a little bit of beginner's luck. Uh, now, define your beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. Pulled up to a spot, and about ten casts, I had a fifty-two in the boat. Now, that 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 fifty-two. Were you fishing for musky, or were you just? I was fishing for musky. I was jerking. Uh, it was a pretty much the first time I ever picked up a bait caster. Um, and pretty much the first time I ever used a jerk bait, it was a an orange reef hog. Um, There's a funny story. I well, it, it was the second jerk bait I ever used because the first one I actually lost. My uncle would hand me down this supposedly top of the line musky outfit, and uh, we put about a 10 inch plug on there, and I took a bomb cast. And uh, we never saw that lure again because the, uh, the line on it was 30 years old. Now, was it like Dacron or was it like mono? What? It, was, it was braided. Um, you know, but it, I mean, it, it, it could have just been, you know, uh, something the wife or something would patch up, a, you know, a hole in your shirt with because you could just pull it apart. We pulled it apart for about 50, 50 feet of line. It hmm. just... We ripped it, it just went ping, ping, ping. He had it all the way down to almost the backing. And, uh, you know, I was like taking short, short casts for the rest of the day, but that, that line that never, never saw the light of day, 
it worked, and uh, like I said, in about 10 casts, I uh, I had that big one on and um, ran me around the boat, and there's nothing like it, and uh, I've been hooked ever since. Released it. Uh, I released my first big fish. My one uncle said I should have kept it. Uh, the other one said, release it, and I did. So you weren't alone? You had... I had I had help. Thank God for that. It was a little six foot, uh, you know, jerk bait rod. It took me all the way around the boat. Stayed down. They knew it was big. I had no idea what it was. I was just praying. Mm -hmm. I remember saying out loud, "Please, please, please." Because I'd been fishing. We, you know, we would fish for them for every every once in a while. But I mean, it was the the mythical fish, mm -hmm. ten thousand casts, you know, and. I believed it, but I just got super lucky on on that first time. But it was for the good. It's it for the good. Changed my life for sure. Changed your life, and then you know now, Todd. Obviously, you 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 have more experience than than both of us combined. You're you're kind of the the, the professional out of the group. Um, you know, I don't know. You want to give the readers digest of, of your history. back when you had the old one-to-one -one retrieval rods, not like the, the first time I picked up a bait caster and it was... Oh, I've... yeah, yeah. I mean, we did, all, we, we did all casting back then. I mean, we had a, you know, direct drive reels, old Shakespeare wonder rods. It's amazing what the equipment has, has, has changed just being, even in, in, in my lifetime, you know. I mean, I look at that stuff now, I wouldn't even take it up for walleye fishing. Uh, no wonder we lost a lot of the big fish. Now, Now for a hundred bucks, you, you got every contour of every lake that ever had water. Yeah, and they're on your hard drive on your computer in your boat. 
Mm-hmm. A funny thing about those flashers is uh, the same uncle that handed me that 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 uh, that musky outfit that the uh, line broke off. He was actually fishing. We were fishing out of his boat for years with that flasher. He had just bought a new depth finder. He's had that same flasher for twenty some years, and he had just got a new depth finder about a month ago. That same flasher. So I was definitely, I was, I definitely felt like I was, I was touching on nostalgia there when, when I was always fishing. I, it was just crazy. I've said, I would, I would fish with him. He'd have this flasher thing and then I'd go to a lodge or a, you know, a fishing spot, uh, you know, at, at a local bar or something. And I'd see one and, and somebody had made a clock out of it. Is hanging on a TGI Friday's wall. I'm like, and these things are, they were, they were just making light at me though. It would flash at zero and then it would, it would go down. Like if you could imagine like noon and six on a clock, you know, it would, it would flash at zero. That would be the surface. And then the other flashing one would be the depth. And then in between there would be a bunch of static and whatnot. And you got to, if that if that thing was solid red, you knew you were in the in the weeds. It was yeah. just, uh, yeah, you know. I know they use those a lot for ice fishing, but I, I've seen old old videos of old fishing videos of people using flashers, and it's just like, you know, you, you need the Rosetta Stone to decipher what what they're actually looking at mm-hmm. with with all the the flashes and stuff. Now, obviously, you can tell the bottom, but anything in between, how can you tell if it's a fish if you're moving, if you're drifting along? But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy where where technology has gone. Um, in just that aspect, I, I remember Todd, you showing me that that metal rod. I don't know how in your basement there. What was it like a five foot yeah. steel rod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's kind of stuff those guys used just a generation ago. I mean it was it was literally a, a steel rod, and you can you can whip it around. And uh, you got to remember the baits we were throwing were. I mean. No, not with... You know, it, technology is just going to keep on marching along. You know, I, I know that, you know, like what, what we came out with this year, that Project X, that's, you know, I, that's not new technology. It, it, it's, well, it's new technology, but it's not a new concept. You know, no. h- how long have you been talking about a jerk trolling uh, rod holder? Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, any time you're, you're trolling, 
Yeah, now, <clears throat> I got a text from you today that, that said something. You had five hits. I think that, that's what it said, and all of them came on Project X. And wh why do you think that is? Of those five strikes, how many fish did you boat? Most people would be delighted to have five strikes and two fish in the boat. I mean, you're 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 about sixty. I guess, you know, to kind of bring this back around, um, you know, <clears throat> Vance, Todd, and I, we're, we're all pretty good friends, and um, we're three anglers fishing in essentially the same waters, but, you know, we, we all didn't, you know, I didn't really know Vance last summer, and, you know, it's been about five years that I've known Todd, four or five years, but, like, because we didn't know each other for that much, that length of time, you know, previous to, to just, you know, just this 2015, we all kind of developed our own system, our own ways of, of catching fish. And it's just, it's kind of neat that, 
you know, Todd's definition of an average good day would be off the charts for where I'm fishing. We're, we, our waters overlap a little bit, but for the most part, I'm, I'm kind of like the caveman of the group in that I, I still like to put boots on it and go walking and find holes in rivers somewhere. You know, I'm fighting mosquitoes. It's Vietnam conditions in the summer and just finding those holes to hit them up in the spring or the late fall where the fish tend to be easier to catch in the, in the, in the, in the colder water when they're congregated up. And Vance, you, you just recently got your first boat. Yeah. Last August, I, uh, I bought my first boat. Uh, I, uh, like I said, five years ago, I got, I got really into it. I made a plan, bought my boat. Uh, now what, what, what was your plan? What, what made you have that plan? Well, after that, after I caught that fish, I, I really, really, you know, the, the whole sport caught me really. I was, I was hooked on it. I was obsessed with it. I was, constantly thinking about it but back then you know my style of fishing I didn't I didn't I wasn't able to get out much I was I was depending on other people's boats to fish my uncles they kind of were they were they liked to fish for everything I didn't get out as much so when I did get out I wanted to just fish for muskies and um you know sometimes the days didn't go that I'd be stuck perch fishing or bass fishing or walleye fishing so I said you know I'll, you know in five years after school's out and I uh you know get some wind under my sails and I'll be able to uh I want to I want to get a boat and um you know I was blowing money I was I started renting boats uh you know and it was like getting in a different boat every time learning how it controls and you know it was just but it, by, it, by the time I got it down, it, you know, half of the fishing day was over. But you know, and but it kept you interested. It kept me interested because I, I knew there, from my first experience, there was always a chance that, you know, as long as that lure's wet, you got a chance to catch something. But you know, having a you know a five rip day, that I mean, I if I heard of that, I, I you know when I first started fishing, I would have that would have been. Amazing to me. I would have been set. Well, Vince, Vince, you're definitely a caster. Oh yeah. I, 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 but, uh, yeah. I think last year we sort of got you looking at power uh, of trolling. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what can be done there? And uh, you know, with with me, it's I, I never knew who's coming down to my boat. I mean, sometimes I have I've had 97 year old people come down to the boat. I'm not going to hand them a pounder. Oh yeah. Caster forced to troll. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Got to see last year. For, for when did you pick up your boat in August? In August, I picked it up in the middle of yeah. August. And it was broke it in and got the ten hours in. I was probably solidly fishing at that last week in August. I fished until first week of November, and I was actually because of the conditions of the lake, I was forced to learn yeah. how to troll. I, I, yeah, with, you know, from, uh... So you had three months. You had three months with your new boat. I had three months. A hundred and... A hundred and ten hours of fishing. 
because I, I have an hour meter on that on that motor. So I put 110 hours, and and they were mostly. I mean, I would say about you know 95 of those hours were trolling, and you know it, it was it was it was fun. I le I learned. I picked it up fast. Um, you know, and, and and I enjoyed it, but. I like casting. I started casting. Uh, you know, it's kind of beaten into your head when when you pick up, when you start reading forms and you start hearing stories that you know purist cast and all this stuff. So I, I was, I was reading all that stuff and and you know it, it, you're kind of drawn more to cast over trolling. But I mean, I I like I love to do them both. Both, you know, I mean, it, primarily where we're at. We're located, you know, northwest Pennsylvania, New York, Ohio area, you know, right by the shores of Lake Erie. We're, you know, I think everyone here can agree, we're in a trolling demographic. Oh, yeah. It, so we're, we're the odd men out. Trolling. I, I've been uh, recently since the since this this year. I've I've been been casting. I might have trolled maybe five hours total uh, thus far, and had a bad storm coming on the lake. And I was <clears throat> uh, I was at a spot casting, and uh, I was with my dad, and and there was a storm rolling, and you could see it coming in. I was getting text. Uh, you know, saying, you know, we're getting, you know, a couple counties over, you know, there's a bit a bad storm coming your way. And I was looking on my phone, I was checking the weather app, I was looking at the radar, I'm like, you know, this, this thing's going to blow over. I, I really don't think it's going to hit us. Well, I was looking behind me, there was about, I don't know, like, you know, five, six trolling boats. I'm like, they're still fishing. I was like, we can't, you know, we're probably, they're probably looking at the same thing as I am. And, you know, I felt comfortable, you know, if they're still out there, I, I could still be out here. So, but, you know, 20 minutes have passed, I, you know, I, and I look behind me again, and, and uh, nobody's out there anymore. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, okay, the, everybody trolling right now is in. I'm still out here. You know, something's up. This storm's going to come. And, uh, well, I, uh, long story short, I ended up getting soaked, and uh, my uh, boat cover almost ended up, you know, a couple states over. And, or, or so you, you got the boat on the trail. I got the boat on the trailer. Was it raining? It was pouring. 
Okay. It, I mean, I got the boat on the trailer. The boat was out. I, I was, and it started pouring. But but my cover was on. I had the cover snapped down. I was just finishing up just a couple things. I didn't get all the poles in underneath my underneath my cover. And there was a couple snaps undone on this on this cover. It was a custom cover that you know is is new. All the snaps on it, it, it are new. And um, this big gust of wind came behind all that rain. You could hear it. It sounded like a jet engine. My cover blew off, covered my dad. He got wrapped up in it like a mummy. Like a mummy. It was. It was like. It was like a you know like a fifty mile an hour gust of wind. Like it, out of a cartoon. Like out of, out of a cartoon or out of uh, like a movie, like Twister or something. <laughs> and my dad gets wrapped up in this boat cover, and and actually Todd was Todd was behind me. He had clients out. They come running over. I grab. I unravel my dad out of this boat cover, and he's you know. I, and I'm hanging on to this thing. Todd said that I almost looked airborne. It just it just. I thought Vance was going to take off. Yeah. Like, uh, no, it was insane. Mm-hmm. I was only about two minutes in front of Vance. We both pulled in at the same time. We were sort of rushing around. When that big gust of wind came, uh, our boats were facing back towards it. And I, I literally, I put the last snap on and grabbed the rope to tie down my cover when it hit. Looked over and saw that where Vance was at, he did have it sort of snapped. And I thought, okay, he's good. And at this point, I could barely even see was raining so hard, and uh, we took off running to the to the state park building there. And the one the one guy I was fishing with, the, you know, one of my clients turned around and said, "They need help." And uh, <laughs> it was hovering up, up up off the ground with his cover in his hand. Because you didn't want that to go in the lake. Take it to the last minute, right there. I didn't want it to go into Canada, <laughs> you know, and it it was. You know, it wasn't, it, it's not a cheap cover either, you know. It, it would have been either up in the trees or it would have been a couple states over. It was, it was, it was comical, it was crazy, you know, it just was, it's one of them, them crazy funny stories. But, you know, going back to it, I saw all those, everybody was off the, off the water, everybody trolling, and uh, I knew, I knew something was up. I mean, it was just crazy. And it wasn't, it hasn't been, five, six years ago, you would have had a flip phone that would have had text messaging capabilities. You wouldn't have been able to pull up radars and check different websites. You know, it, it, the it, radar it, was wrong. I, well, it, it popped up. I mean, it, it, oh, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't showing any precipitation mm-hmm. at that point. But, you know, you go back 15 years, what do you got? You pick up a local newspaper. Yeah. And... You know, even before that, I mean, well, what was it before that, Todd, when, when you were early on fishing? What was your weather report? So you looked up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's basically, yeah, still, still when we're fishing so close to Lake Erie, a lot of times, that's what it is. I, I was sitting here, I was in the boat yesterday, or uh, Saturday with people, and we were looking at her, you know, pulled up the radar, looked at the phone, and it said it was a 0% chance of rain. I don't know what it, I don't know what was happening, but uh, we were getting dumped on with water uh, <laughs> falling from the sky. But it was showing a zero percent chance. So, yeah, sometimes you still just got to take it. Uh, but uh, that one that was built, and you could see everybody got off. 
were the only two people when, when we did get off that day. But uh, uh, yeah, they, 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 the, 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 the clouds were swirling around, and then afterwards they put out a tornado watch and all this kind of stuff. And it wasn't a tornado, but I know here at my campground there was a couple uh, campers got smashed with trees. There was trees down at the state park. It was uh, it was an interesting afternoon. And if I would have got caught in that on the on the water, I fish out of a tiller, and uh, you know I would have just been. I don't have the luxury of a of a windshield. I would have been just destroyed out there on on the water. I I just I couldn't even fathom that. Hopefully, I never get stuck in that out on the water. But I'd imagine I would. One well, of these days everybody does. We we brought up that idea a couple days ago of that big like deck umbrella. Yeah. You would, have been, you would have been just fine then. You would have been Mary Poppins. It would have picked you up, moved you around. That would have been a sale. Yeah, but you would have been Mary Poppins. I can't do the umbrella, though. I cannot do that. That's just... I'm, I'm about my image. <laughs> I, would be, I would be coined up by everybody up there as the umbrella guy. Forget about that. No, we got to do it. No, never. We got to do it. But... Um, but yeah, that the uh, so Vance is fishing out of a tiller. He's looking at getting possibly another tiller, um, upgrading, and uh, I'm fishing out of a 20 year old Ranger 681. Uh, I love the boat to death, but it's yeah, it's it's not no 621. It's the uh, great grandfather of all that, but it fits my needs well. It's just the right size for where I primarily fish and. You know, Ty, you want to talk about your rig? Yeah, I mean, I guess I have a 2002 1800 Fisherman line that's like 19 feet long and uh, uh, got a you know, 10 horse trolling motor, 125 on there. I can, I get around the windshield and uh, with the price of the new ones, I'm going to keep that rig for a while. <laughs> You got a nice front casting platform. You got a great back casting platform. It's a beast for trolling. It's a beast for the waves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. For our, you know, like I said, I got to do a little bit of both. I like to have the room. That's a nice thing I like about the wand. I mean, big front decks are great on all the boats. I mean, they're they're unbelievable to cast, and you can get five people casting up there if you want. But yeah, you, you were know, just in a six twenty one. usually get one on that cast, too. I get one every once in a while, too, yeah, but I don't, I, I try to let the, you know, you try to let the guys get the fish, and uh, that, that's what it's about, but I got my new remote control, I should have done that a long time ago, a little remote uh, uh, motor guide, and uh, man, it is, it, it, it's nice for, for, for my situation, just sitting there and fine-tuning my drift right down along the edge of the weeds, and I don't have to stand on one foot anymore. We'll stand on one foot behind a person yeah. casting. Yeah. 
Because so yeah, you were running the Maxim before, weren't you? And, and yeah, that maxim. I, I never had anything but a, you know, either handheld or the last three boats have had the, you know, just the cable and it, it's nice the way it reacts. But uh, I end up standing on one foot all day and you know, day after day after day, I started having some problems with you know just uh, fatigue on my leg because uh, you know, standing on one foot trying to control that drift if I'm. You get that wind fighting you just a little bit the wrong angle, and I'm on it for hours at a time. Uh, uh, this seems this, this is working really nice. The autopilot just picking your picking your speed, picking your point, and I'm just tapping buttons now. I know people have been doing it for a while. I was a little leery at first because when they first came out with all the wireless stuff, you know, some of my friends that guide and stuff got them, and they're like, "Oh, it'll just I can't even." You know, they, they, they don't last. They won't work. They uh, work. Yeah. Now, um, with, with that, like, <clears throat> there's going to be some people that that'll argue that there's there's like every subject in musky fish, and there's going to be it's going to be polar opposites. Like, there's very few gray areas when it comes to equipment. Um, just just so people know, when you said that you you wanted how much nicer your <clears throat> electric steer autopilot uh, motor guide is. Um, how many, how many days do you fish a year? Just to put it in perspective for the, the average angler. Yeah, I mean, I've got fish, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood 125 days. So. And, and your day's uh, about how long? You know, some of those are by myself or with family. And the others are doing charters. So, uh, that doesn't seem like a lot, but around here we pack that into a very small time period you know I, I really don't start fishing until May that's going to be May through October I don't fish a lot in November either yeah so we had an issue with the uh the iPhone for we had a 50 some minute podcast we uh shut her down and it said that we had 35 minutes of recording so if it just seemed to end uh, that's what it did that's what uh growing pains we're going to get this figured out um, I'd like to build this into something nice. Musky fishermen have an option. So, uh, anyways, uh, get in touch with us, Fat AZ Musky Products on Facebook. Feel free to message us. Uh, tell us if you like it. Tell if you hate it. What we need to do different. Um, again, it's not going to be a huge ad for Fat AZ Musky, but pretty much they're our only sponsor right now. So you're going to hear a little bit about that. But we will. Uh, We'll be more than happy to bring any other bait maker on. We we're, we we want to hear from from everybody. So um, we want to make this pretty much a public public podcast. And um, uh, thanks for listening. And sorry that we had technical difficulties. It was our uh, first one. Uh, thanks for understanding. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.